Good evening, we're back. It's a pick and roll podcast. Good evening, Gavin. Evening. Pleased to welcome back TV's Mike Tuck. Uh, we're going to call you from now on. Uh, <laughs> good evening, Mike. Yeah, baby, oh, I'm back. Not seen you for a while. It was just before Christmas we had you on. That's, was it uh, been that long? Yeah, I think oh, it was. Yeah, so, time's, uh, time's fine here. Yeah, um, fine. creeping towards the playoffs. Ten games to go for most teams. Is creeping it? is the yeah. word. Creaking towards the playoffs. It is creaking. Um, yeah, I've kind of. It's got to the point where there's just certain teams I don't watch anymore. And, um, yeah, I've discounted half the league. Yeah. I discount half the league at Christmas, to be honest. Yeah, you kind of, you kind of, you adjust your viewing like who you need to see and. The sort of national TV games take on a bit more prominence, don't they? Um, yeah, I mean, especially with the way both uh, East and West, just like at the top, it's pretty much cemented. But then, you know, there's a little bit of movement in the middle. And then the race for the eighth spot is going to be interesting on either side. So Yeah, it's kind of, does it matter if Miami or sort of yeah, that Charlotte play yeah. uh, Milwaukee? I think it's going to be a wrap anyway, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, big so. time. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Yanis starting to warm up? Yeah. Did, you see him, did you see him flex on the Sixers the other night? Yeah, he lost yeah. though. They lost. Still, he flexed. Yeah, uh, that's. We'll we'll come on to that um, shortly. Uh, that game, but um, obviously we've not seen you for a while. What what do you make of the whole sort of car crash that's been the Lakers season? It's um, it's been the warning mean, signs were there, weren't they? You kind of. I don't want to say like I told you so, like, but yeah, we, who, who, no one was. I wasn't expecting to make the playoffs. No, like, we kind I, of said I didn't the same. Think, like, here's the thing. LeBron's always been the best player in the league in the East. Now he's in the West and he's got to play with all the big boys and he's got to go a whole season, bump around playing, you know, tough division games, tough conference games. You know, your record, his record's not, not going to hold up. Is no, he's been sliding to the finals for like whatever, nine, ten, whatever, see how many yeah. seasons it is um, in the East. Because the East is, you know, obviously there's only two two or three teams in the East, whereas the West, you know, there's like five, six teams in the West that, you know, are all and always, And other teams who on any given night can sort of give you a run. Exactly. Know, so I always think, you know, and then also they've given him a lot of control, like saying, you know, oh, he, he had a lot of input into how the team, and he's, he's like, I want to play, play I want playmakers on the team. And yeah, gotta, it looks that way, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, and other teams he's been on, he's had some good shooters, and, you know, where's the where's the, the solid shooters on, on this Lakers team? And it just doesn't seem like a balanced team. But then saying that, he's still averaging, what, 27, 8, and 8? Well, the, the numbers like are there still, aren't they? But, um, yeah, he's still, he's still a, a great player, but he's not – the most good numbers, play- bad team guy. He- <laughs> <laughs> can we say that? Is that is, are we allowed to say that? We could say that. We could say he was. He used to be the most valuable player. Now he's the most worst leader. <laughs> he's sitting on the end of the bench, not playing defense, letting the ball roll the whole way up the court, bouncing off his foot, going out of bounds. Like there's a yeah, lot of that, when you're losing to the Knicks, there's, there's definitely something going wrong. I think. Um, yeah. <laughs> when Mario's not swatting yeah. you at the end, yeah. Um, <laughs> when Mario Hazonia's having his night. And just the the age thing as well, whereas, you know, you're a similar age to him, so you, you, you kind of I'm sure, relate to this slightly. Just, you just, especially, not that you play an 82 game schedule or anything, but just getting up for it every night at sort of 100% and 34, and it's just, it's got to be harder. Exactly. Hasn't it? And 34, and he's in LA where, you know, the media attention is, is crazy. And, you know, let's not kid ourselves. He's been doing a lot of extracurricular things where, you know, maybe his mind isn't fully 100%. That's what made me laugh basketball. about those comments about sort of, you know, everyone is everybody here focused on basketball 100%. I was massively hypocritical. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, you're, yeah, when to you be live. Honest, yeah, if you're in your mid 30s and you're still solely focused almost on basketball, you either lack like a lunatic or 
borderline <laughs> retarded, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You grow as men, and that yeah. with that comes other interests. One hundred percent, and that pulled in different ways. And that was his whole reason for the move to LA, I think, because obviously he's he's looking past basketball now. He's looking for the post career life, but you know, like last, you know, his last few seasons in Cleveland, like you're in Cleveland. There's nothing to do there. It's cold as hell. It rains. You're going to get your ass in the it's gym true. and focus yeah, yeah, yeah. on winning championships. Whereas now you're in LA. Whoa, it's sunny every day. I can go out and do stuff. Oh, I can start my media company. Oh, I can do. So I don't think he's been 100% there. Even though he says he is, I don't think he's been 100% mm-hmm. clocked in. I mean, father time's unbeaten as well. I mean, you've got, you know, yeah. getting around that is. Yeah, but I mean, he's still, he's still putting we'll up the numbers. And like, if you look at earlier in the season, at one point, they were fourth in the thing, fourth in, yeah, in the West. I think that was kind of fool's goal with his schedule. It might have been, yeah, yeah, but he got injured. Then Rondo got injured. Then Ball got injured. And those are three key players. Like, and it all kind of happened yeah. as like a domino effect. And then obviously they shot like right down to the bottom. So I think the ball, the ball injury, I was, I was saying on the last part, that kind of people ever look like because. He just try and he just yeah, play. Yeah, everybody's talking he, about Kuzma, you know, and I think Ball. He's what's his face again though? Andre Roberson, <laughs> <laughs> MVP as soon as he's injured. I know. When, when you actually watch him, I like, think oh. he was their best defensive stopper. Yeah, and that I mean a lot say of very much. Yeah, it's like, a low well, bar. I mean, yeah. they they basically got the same record they had last season. So um, yeah, the, the thing I think is they he really. I think the the plan was, you know, we'll sign all these guys at one year contracts, and then we're going to play this Anthony Davis card through his agent, uh, Richard yeah, Paul, Business Pop. They're not and it's, playing it's, ball. Just, it's massively backfired, and yeah. I think they underestimated how much the rest of the league, especially front offices, kind of dislike the Lakers and just the arrogance. Definitely. Sort of and shared. if you're a team that's in the same, you know, in the West with them, like, the why would you try and help them? Yeah, the Spurs had no interest in dealing Kawhi Leonard there, and uh, no. this, this stuff come out. I think it was yesterday about them sort of. Sort putting feelers out about Doc Rivers from the Clippers and stuff. Which, yeah, I saw that. You know, they've quickly shot down. It's, it's stuff like that. They, they don't really help themselves, do they? And, uh, no. I mean, there's been even, I've heard a few whispers about people, them trading LeBron now, and, like talking about that. And, like, just it's funny how that's come up now, hasn't he's it? He's like, kind of been a bit of a, sure, oh, he's sure, been a cancer in the locker room. he's got like a trade veto, though. Surely, uh, surely you don't, don't get traded unless he wants I to. I don't think he has. But, I mean, he's on the four-year deal. I just think there's too much. There'd be too much egg on people who mm. own the Lakers and Magic Johnson's face if that was to happen. So I, I can't see that. I can't happening. see that because they're, they're really. not smart enough to do that. Either. No, and what what, what do they players, think they're going to get? Ex-players make terrible GMs, and yeah. they, they let LeBron try to be a GM this year, get guys in. He's terrible. Magic's terrible. The only good one is uh, Jerry West, but yeah. everyone else Who's is now at the Clippers, struggling. and just look how well-run and well-positioned they are Exactly. Now, you know, Even tra- after trading away like one of their best yeah. players, they're yeah. still like making a great run, and Every setting move. themselves up for next season. Yeah. And- Every move they've made in the last sort of couple of years is just... You know, Jerry. Reeked of sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Reeked of the, good sense. The logo. Um, He's doing work. They've got a team of nice old dudes who all seem to get along, and yeah, they've just got rid of the, like, dickheads. Yeah. Who yeah. were just bringing nothing but really negative attention to yeah. them. Um, we, we, we bang on about this all the time on the podcast, just how important sort of how about, how about, everyone being on the same page, ownership sort of down through the front office and coaching and stuff. And well, how about the fact that, as well, that Cleveland owes LeBron or owed LeBron. And LeBron knew that. Like, he was never... That that was where he was going to get, like, nothing but unparalleled goodwill. Yeah, because he, he, brought, so, he brought them a title. Yeah, but yeah. they were so cooked that, like, him going back, they were thankful for. It, well, well, forget the time you walked out on me, love. Just come back. It was all orchestrated. orchestrated and he's found well, that, yeah, like, yeah. like, any number of people far more famous than him 
the LA and that world don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't, like, I don't care who you were. You've forgotten very quickly. Yeah, I don't yeah, care yeah. who you were. Who are you? Yeah. Who are you? You're, what, ninth in the West? Fuck, get out of here. If you know what I mean. Yeah. And plus, there's a lot of Kobe sort of love out there still as well, isn't it? So, um, I don't know. There's a lot of sort mm. of, uh, I told you so kind of thing. Speaking um, about psychopaths. Yeah, just going back to what we were saying about sort of organisational sort of well-being and structure and stuff. What the Spurs have done this year, again, just... Do we need to be surprised that they just do this year after year? Yeah, I mean, well, they're just, they're well coached. They're well put together. Uh, they Would they lose to like the Knicks like 10 games ago? They, they got spanked by the Raptors. Yeah. And then At their rodeo road trip, which yeah, they have every which, year. And then, yeah, which, you know, the homecoming for DeMar and they got spanked. And then they went down to New York, got spanked. And then yeah. they just, they've been on a tear. They've, well, they've ripped off nine, in nine in a row. Is it nine in a row? Nine nine yeah. yeah, something um, like that. And it's just, I don't know, for every year for me, Pop should be coach of the year. Just how he does it with just yeah. when Deontay Murray went down at the beginning of the season, and you just thought, oh, they're, they're really going to be up against it now. And he gets a tune out of these players like, you know, Derek White, who they basically yeah. got out of nowhere, looks like a, you know, going to be a rotation player going forward. A really Look, good looks like somebody Orlando will offer a, a, a really yeah, good Yeah, well, deal he gets guys, he gets guys yeah. paid, but I, I think he's, he seems more like a guy they're going to hang on to. But it's, it's just, mm. it's just amazing how they sort of do it. Really. Yeah, I mean, there's, They've got so much experience there and their track record and all that. I think that just weighs so heavily, doesn't it? Yeah, there's been a stat doing around on the uh, on the interweb. Um, spent 60 days under 500 since 1997, 98 season, which is it's just ridiculous when you think about it. Just even if they start the season sort of one and two, there's, 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 do you know what I mean? 20, 20 times, 22 years. Like, yeah, that's 22, crazy. Yeah, um, With pretty much the same got, kind of staff. You've got a tank to, to, to be relevant, if you yeah. know what I mean. I hate that. Oh, you've got a tank to be relevant. Houston were the second team behind them. They kind of rebuilt on the fly. But they were like a thousand games, <laughs> 500 in that time. So yeah. It, yeah, hats off to them. And, and no drama and no sort of, you know, stuff doesn't get leaked there like it does like seemingly every week at the Lakes and stuff. I mean, there was the Kawhi thing, which I don't think anyone will ever get to the bottom to, which is probably yeah. the only weird thing that's gone on there in the last well, sort of Like I've always said, like the way... All other players speak with such affection and like almost protectionist about that situation. Look at how Manu and Tony Parker were coming out and talking shit on him. Kawhi's crossed the line. They weren't talking shit about him so much as just like you know so we don't understand what's going on yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Like, um... but that's what I mean. But like, the, this is basically one person against since nineteen ninety six of overwork. Like. People who normally do nothing but like Stephen Jackson, if you know what I mean, he's turning up for two minutes. Yeah, 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 like yeah. to get outside of that circle, you seem to have to cross some sort of line. Yeah, and he, it seems yeah. Cool Tony Parker coming there, Shaq up with another woman's wife, and he's yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> another man's him. wife. So. You know what I mean? Like that—that's that, a band of brothers. That right there, if you can overlook that. Yeah, you know, but when you look at it, they always have like that family type of culture, that family type of thing. You've got like the ex players always coming yeah. back to the games, like a lot of them still yeah. live there. So I mean, hats well, off to him to like that. How many coaches? I think with Kawhi, I think he's just a, you think he's just a strange yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think he was letting people within his circle get involved yeah. with his business, and that's where they were like, hold on, I we're always used that. to dealing with guys, you yeah, know, yeah. over a. A meal and a handshake, or what, and now you got. I love the kid. You got your uncle calling yeah, us. Yeah, you yeah. got your doctor from wherever calling us. So I think that's what kind of yeah. rubbed them the wrong way. One thing I always go back to something Popovich just said once was, um, he said, "Don't come here if you're not over yourself." 
which you know basically mm. like you know you're either a team player and like it's not about you or you, I don't want you. Like, I think that's why they traded for Demando Rosen because he's. He seems like such a good character, and he seems like he's he's yeah. over himself, and he's like yeah, he just wants to win. Yeah, yeah. he did, but he's loyal, and, you know. And I think that's why good he team did, guy. Yeah, they didn't trade for like Lakers youngsters and stuff because that that's not the kind of players they want there at this no. point. You know what I mean? It's they've always been the, the they have unproven youngsters there and stuff. The, Tim Duncan was an exception. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's a special kind of character. They, but they've always been the team that makes the extra pass, and they're yeah. always exciting to watch. They play the basketball the right way. You yeah. know what I mean? Which. Yeah. I'm probably like it 15 cliche, years ago, yeah. it was like they were the boring team. But now it's like everyone's were, kind yeah, of doing yeah. that a little you know, bit. Everyone wants to watch Iverson in the late night. Yeah, but when exactly. you actually watch it back now, it's baby. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, you know, you, you take it for granted. Uh, well, how, how, much, how much is Pop responsible for basically what we do currently consider the right way to play basketball? Well, look at yeah, Mil- sure. Milwaukee now and the boot and the boot. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Another one that just—that's what I mean. It's more than him. It's more than one person. It's more—it's everything about. Yeah, I think they definitely had a big influence on the, the league. The thing that—the thing that confused me about Kawhi and it being apparently injury-based, though, is that of any franchise in the league, they are the one who you would say clearly don't seem to act in a way that would like not benefit their players. They, they like they, they can—they're like uh, well, they how long they kept. Timmy going, if you know what I mean, it's they don't like rush players back from injuries when they don't think they're ready to. They don't nah, risk the assets. I don't, I don't think we'll ever get to the bottom. I don't. Of what went on there is that's always the weird question mark. No one can get in his head, man. Even no. in Toronto, like people are like, "What is he doing next year?" Yeah. Nobody knows. Yeah, how do you feel about that now? Because like when we spoke to you just before Christmas, you were kind of at the mind that you know once he sees the winning there and sort of. It was fun. Out to it and stuff. And what he, he, there was a good uh, quote from. I him. thought he'd, he'd probably stay there. Now I'm not so sure. I don't know. It's I don't know. I think a lot of it's going to weigh on on what happens in the playoffs. Yeah. Um. And like, if he can get to a final, and you know, make some make some noise, then you know, he might be like, okay, I may, I'll, I'll come back and I'll do yeah. this. Like, it was a funny quote from him the other day. Like, where they asked him what what he thought, what his thoughts on Toronto were, and he was like, oh, uh, great restaurants, great fans, bring a coat. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. So, like, he's a Cali guy, right? So, yeah, yeah. that's the only one thing I think that would deter him from going back there is the is the weather, because obviously the winters there are harsh, and that's basketball season. I think he's there. These guys on the road so much during the season, anyway, and then, then, then they all spend summers in LA or wherever. It's kind of doesn't and make that most much of them. There's... I'm fairly sure first class hotels have like yeah. like five star hotels have like yeah, thermostats, and most of them <laughs> buy. There's these condos that are right beside um, exactly. the, the arena, it's not the ACC now, but whatever it's called now, Scotia, Scotia. Yeah, Bank. There's these huge, like, really nice um, condos, and yeah. you can literally go. You just take the elevator down to the basement and walk. Say, yeah, on, there's not, like a secret sure they all door have underground underneath. Parking. It's yeah. like, how much time yeah. do you actually have need and to they spend? They said that like usually yeah. half the team lives in the same condo, and exactly. they all just like you're all underground in Toronto, so you don't even have to go outside. So. Um, they're not catching the bus, are they? These yeah. guys are not, I, not riding the tube. But I couldn't see Kawhi going to the Lakers uh, if he makes the, the, the move. Clippers are the Clippers I would scared. see him going yeah. to the Clippers. They seem really poised. Then, but then they're also talking about um, KD to the Clippers, and now they're saying that those two don't want to play with each other. They kind of want to do it on their own. So what? What about why not? Kawhi to the Clippers, KD to Toronto. Let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Before they, I, can't I mean, I've heard, I know people that know him, and, and they've said that he he does like Toronto. He loves it there. You never know. Stranger things are happening. I mean, yeah. New York, but it's more likely New York for him. Which is brave. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm still not convinced. He wants to know the man that, that to be known who what, died into the shit show and came out clean. 
It's not yeah. going to happen there. No, one, no one's been able to do it in the last uh, 20, 30 years, have they? Yeah. Well, 45 <laughs> years, yeah. if you really... I mean, uh, Toronto moved, made a few kind of moves um, around the brought Marcus Hall in, obviously yeah. just to add that sort of different look with bigs. Yeah, obviously, and I thought... There's some big guys to go up against Big time upgrade for them. Big yeah, time upgrade. So. The, only, the only, only thing that would ruffle feathers there is like... They were bringing um, Jonas off the bench, and then Serge was like playing back at the five, which was like his more his natural position, which yeah. was great. And now they're like, okay, what do we bring Mark off the bench? Do yeah, we bring I think Serge off the bench. So they're having to split minutes a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, but... Serge has been out a few games. I think. Did you see him? Yeah, uh, he's some strange. <laughs> throwing his way around. Uh, <laughs> like swinging it. Apparently, they've, they get into it all the time. Legs. Like, they, there's, yeah. they trash talk a lot. So, that had just been yeah. building up, building up, and then Serge lost his shit. <laughs> yeah, Toronto's, the bench was kind of one of the main strengths last year, and they kind of lost a few sort of bodies there. So, that's that would be my only sort of concern going into the playoffs, whether Jeremy Lincoln kind of do it night, night out. Yeah. They've lost shooters like CJ Miles and stuff. Yeah, uh, but he so. wasn't having a great season. He, was, no, he wasn't shooting true. the ball too no. well. Fred Van Leek's back now. I think they are a better team, but they are a thinner team. Yeah, I think the ceiling's higher now with Gasol because he adds that sort of passing that Sergi Barker just hasn't really got that in his game, has he? um, No. They can sort of, you know, match up better with Embiid and some of the biggest centers. I think they made the right move to win a championship right now to go for it. He's he's all about that. um, Looking to the future. Yeah, Yeah, he is, man. He makes... I think he's really good at his job. I think just the shock factor is always there because you don't know what kind of moves he's going to make. Like that was yeah. the Kawhi not- trade was crazy because yeah. no one was expecting that. And yeah. then all of a sudden he's bringing in Marcus Gasol and Jeremy Lin and all these other guys. And like, no one was expecting that either. So oh, it like, seems a step ahead. Like, the yeah, exactly. Are, exactly. Which, yeah, but don't make the obvious moves. I think it's, it's like that people are seeing this light in the East because obviously LeBron's gone. So yeah, all these the different teams are like, so, all right, yeah. now we have, we ought to jump yeah, yeah. on it now. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You don't know what can happen. Steph Curry could twist an ankle, game one of the finals, and then exactly. you could be there. To I mean, you just got to get there. You gotta get the there. easiest road yeah. to get there is through the East. Absolutely. So you just got to yeah. get there. Yeah. Ooh, LeBron Boulevard. Yeah. <laughs> Straight line. All the way to the finals. That's uh, it, man. Yeah. All the way to the finals. Cool. We'll be, uh, we'll be right back. Just looking at the rest of the East, then you had a good look at Philly. You've had a good look at Indiana and Boston on the TV. Yeah. Um, who do you think the sort of major sort of competition outside the Bucks and Toronto is? Just, could you see either of those teams sort of upsetting, upsetting of, the Apple Cup? Out of those three teams, I think the Sixers look the best to me. Mm. Um, They're really big, aren't they? Yeah, That's just with with Embiid back in the lineup, and I watched the game where he had been out for I think eight games or seven games, and he'd come back, and, and this was his first game back, and he had like stupid numbers that he had like double double and all that so he just he just adds so much to them 
I still think he tends to try and do a bit too much offensively at times. Sometimes. I, I think he, gets, he needs he to get the... his big ass on the block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop he messing doesn't... around with his pump fakes at the top of the Ben Simmons posts up more than he does. Yeah. So I think... That's all he's got, though, isn't he? <laughs> ben Simmons literally... <laughs> no, no one's buying a Ben Simmons pump yeah. fake from the top of the well, key, are they? Yeah, there he was He plays like, on the break, uh, doesn't he? He's, he's, taken, he's fantastic on the break. You know, I, I think he's taken like 3% of his shots have been outside of the paint this season or something. The number is ridiculous. But if he can develop that <laughs> shot, he could be a really good player. But yeah. it, it's all—it is kind of—it's interesting to watch them because he plays like a like a Magic Johnson, Ben Simmons. Like yeah. he, he'll post he his, to... he'll post up these smaller yeah, guards, yeah. get him down on the block, yeah. and then he's making passes from the post, like which is a, like interesting thing. But are yeah, Joel. Yeah, but are we are we going to get a hard on because he's doing an impression of Sean Livingston? Because <laughs> that's what Sean Livingston's been doing for years. Slightly quicker on the break and stuff. Sean Livingston's got more range, so uh, I, that would even out a fast. Yeah, but he's way range. better in the open court yeah, and he quicker. Yeah. He's good in the two points is two points. <laughs> fast break or on the block. Yeah, yeah but two points is two I don't know points. when you're dunking on somebody, yeah. that energy with it helps. <clears throat> Did ben you, Simmons um, free throw line. It was <laughs> interesting to see the way they um, they guarded on. There was a game on Sunday on Sky, wasn't it? And uh, kind of Yanis went off for like fifty two, but yeah. They, they kind of sagged off him massively in the sort of with the Embiid early on. Yeah, so which is interesting because some some guys, and I think Ben Simmons is good at this too. When they give him space, he uses it to to build momentum towards the basket, yeah. and like uh, Giannis, especially his Euro step is just ridiculous. Yeah. So like you can't stop him because he'll just step yeah. around you even with it, but. Still, he's got. If they, if they, if he wants to be that next guy, that MVP of the league, and and not just for like now, yeah. but for years to come, he's got to develop. His yeah, own I shot. think he was three for eight in that game uh, on threes. But, From three, so he, he I looked, mean, he's the, working on it more than Ben yeah, is. The, the shot looks better. I've, I've said to Gav a few three times. Three for eight's like what? That's above. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's average. good. He's actually down on the year over last year. He's he's taking more. I think he's up to like nearly three a game now. He's actually attempting, and it looks a bit better. He's the problem. I see when I see him when he takes the pull up ones. He kind of he doesn't get the ball out in front of him quickly enough. So it kind of it ends up being a kind of weird sort of technique. Mechanics are weird because his arms are freakishly long. His hands are massive as well. Yeah, it's like a great shoot. Really palms it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's never going to look like Clay Thompson. Is it off the fingertips? No. Cause he's just he's not built that way. Yeah, and his arms. So it's gonna. It, it does look like an awkward shot, but I mean the thing is, you got it. He's shooting more of them, which is great because you have to. It's the only way you're gonna build confidence. Yeah. Do you think there's a kind of? I don't know. How do you think the other players like the MVP candidates around the league, like your Harden, LeBron, Westbrook, Durant? Do you, do you think there's a sense of? They can see it. It's going to be his Where's league. Where's Kawhi? Where's Kawhi? Kawhi. Well, you can throw him in there. Kawhi. Kawhi. You can try Kawhi. Oh, no. Resting every second, second night. Second. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's where Kawhi is. It's all right. As long as we, as long as we get those playoffs, baby. But, but, that, but yeah, you can't be league MVP if you're yeah. taking the second night off. No. I mean, no. do you sense now that they've got a, a, an elite coach? Because I do consider but elite coach. There's probably five or six in the league, and he's definitely up there. When you, you can see the difference he's made there, one hundred percent. I think. Kidd, yeah. Kidd, do you think there's a sense that we need to win now because this guy's coming and it's it's going to be over if they if they just surround him with any type of talent, it's going to be this guy's league, isn't it? I think. Yeah, really. I, like I've said, I, I just yeah, don't see how like, anybody stops that nah. matchup. Exactly. And you see the team that he's done it with, like who's like. Chris Middleton's like the second, like, and he's like on any other team, he'd probably be like a you know a role player. Yeah, or he's whatever, a good player, but he's an all star level player. Exactly, like Giannis is doing it by himself, really yeah, realistically. Yeah. 
but he, but the coach is making them play as like a, another a unit. other players are going to want to go there as well. Now they got a new arena, yeah. you know. Good. I wouldn't want to go to I know Milwaukee. It's Milwaukee. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, pain, yeah, no, I, guess, I would go and play with Giannis for sure. But they, there must be a sense around the league that we're fucked because this guy's he's, he's, he's primed to take over. I think that's the way I feel. I, I think people are sleeping on the audience. Yeah. Think, do you yeah. think he's going to take home MVP this year? I, I don't. I think. I, I, I think it's James Harden. To be honest, I'm not. I, I, I kind of. We never give the MVP that much attention I, because I, I think I it's think quite. A, it's kind of a silly award. It it's, is. A, it's, I, I think although it, it, although it, it, it it's is not. It's before James the proper Harden, game yeah. starts. So yeah, it is I, what it is, and yeah, it I, doesn't I, I really like it doesn't it. mean anything. No, like, Russell actually... Westbrook won it on you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think too many people. Too many of the people who vote voted for Harden last time sort of begrudgingly. And uh, uh, like the whole narrative of oh, it's not good to watch. And I think if you is is, is going to bite feed into it. Yeah, and I think if you pin those two guys against each other, Giannis has like a lot of more things going for him. Like he's the number one team in the league, best yeah. record, which is like typically who they give yeah. the MVP to. Yeah. And he's also got he's like that family friendly guy. Yeah. Whereas Harden's more of like the. Not he's not unfamily friendly, but he's like the ball hog, and he shoots at every he shoots like whatever amount of threes a game, and he doesn't play defense. And whereas Giannis is a little bit defense more, has been a lot a, a bit better, has been better yeah, this yeah. season, especially but, sort of on I mean, a low block and stuff. But I'm putting Giannis on you know their best player on the other yeah. team if I got one a defender, yeah. right? Like he's yeah. he's, he's doing definitely it a better two way player, but I, d- I don't think you can underestimate how much if they didn't have Harden, they'd be like a lottery team. Even and also yeah, the streak that Harden went on is just like yeah, stupid. and just putting the. Average points per game up. No one's done that since Jordan. Mm. You know but I, mean? I also, yeah. I also think that it, it and fucking Rusty's empty triple double season proves it because it's been hardened for the past three years, basically. The, yeah, the, there's yeah. a there is a sizable percentage of people who get a vote who are just looking for anybody other than Harden. Yeah. If you know what I mean? And yeah. It, there is no such thing as a hardened swing voter. No. If you know what I mean? If, if yeah. there's no alternative, then yeah, we've kind of got to, or you'll take my vote away. Sort of thing. Yeah. So there's, and then yeah, right. Okay, no Giannis this time. I yeah. Think I think he'll get it. They want a fresh look. They they want. He's the young. He's the the golden boy right now. So it's I think funny. He made it. some comments the other day about, um, you know, do you think if you were American, you'd get more publicity and you'd be more of the face of the league? And he kind of pushed back on that. He was like, if that's what people want me to be, I don't want to be the face of the league. Yeah, you know, I just want to be me. And I kind of, you know, I don't want to sort of be more of a sort of Americanized character. And a really interesting kind of dynamic of kind of how he thinks about himself. And, yeah. you know, you can see he's quite happy being in Milwaukee. And just yeah, exactly. So I don't think he wants the trappings of fame so much. And, no, I think know, he's very down to yeah, earth. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, there was a, uh, a video that the NBA did that just came out a couple of weeks ago where they followed him from as a kid and stuff. And they're, how he used to like walk yeah. five miles to the gym. In the morning, he would stay for morning practice, and then he didn't want to have to walk five miles back and forth. So he just stayed there, and he'd sleep on a mat in the middle of the in the corner of the gym, and then wait till the men's practice, and then practice with them in the, in the evening. It was just like unreal, like where he's come from, and like yeah, what yeah. he's had to deal with in his life, and that, that's probably what's kept him so grounded and so humble. And he's like such a family guy. Yeah. And I I think he could be the face of the league, but I think in the terms in in like in the eyes of like Americans and, yeah. and North Americans like that. I don't like, they're not used to seeing it. No. So they would push back against that. Yeah, yeah. Like they wouldn't be, you know, they'd want the LeBron, you know, yeah, they'd want yeah. the guy like that. So I think LeBron still is the face of the league for what, considering what he's doing for the league. He is for like likes of ESPN and stuff because it's just for the worst it, though, isn't it? Yeah. I, mean, I, I think for the this league year. is going to want to distance themselves from that. And I think that that rich Paul thing has been 
Uh, it's I, not I been good for league. Yeah. And Adam Silver no. made sort of he's he's kind of like he's, yeah, he's realised look he's what we've enabled. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, look what we've enabled to happen. Exactly. Here. And this is sort of again, it's back to the thing I bang on about loads, but you've got to you've got to be like Silver seems keen to get it to, and this is all about the gambling, blatantly all about the gambling. But you've got to have a sense of like sporting integrity mm. in order for gap bookies to be like, all right, we're all in on you. Yeah, I mean, that's a very small part of what the NBA is all about. But I, 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 but he I wants it to be a much from. bigger part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and and well, it's a revenue stream. Yeah. From it. at, at what point is this like Vince McMahon rolling over for Hulk Hogan or something? Yeah. If you know what I mean, like you've got to, you've got to. Yeah, you've got to maintain the Anthony Davis thing. What do you think about this thing? They're playing in like 20 minutes a game and not in the fourth quarter. It's It's terrible. It's a joke, isn't it? It's It's terrible for the game. It's terrible for the league. It just looks stupid. It just looks looks retarded. Because you're kind of like, oh, right, reach. What are these fans? And like, and then what you're like, this example that you're setting. And like, if I'm a fan in New Orleans, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, this, like, I would just, you know, you'd give up on to renew your season ticket. Yeah, exactly. And this is the thing, like, you know, LeBron didn't play last night and Yanis didn't play. And imagine if you, you know, you booked two tickets to go watch Milwaukee versus the Lakers and you paid a couple hundred bucks for your kids birthday and they're not playing it's kind of it's a hard thing to sort of manage it's, isn't it for the league you know where this all falls down though nobody's going to watch the fucking Pelicans anyway if you watch <laughs> their games there's nobody there there's no it's like I, I'm not offending a Pelicans fan here if you know no. what I mean nobody's like oh you fucker no, no, it's, 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 just, it's just the whole thing sitting in the fourth quarter is just hard, isn't it? It's yeah, it's retarded. Hey, but man. I mean, hey, look, we just shout out to Chris this. Finch. Yeah, Finch is still there. on the staff. Yeah. There, yeah. Him and Alvin yeah. Gentry. I just feel sorry for them. Right. You know what I mean? I'm to deal with this. And yeah, yeah. yeah. It, but in terms of fucked up things, we've lived through the hinky years, the hinky yeah. debacle. <laughs> How long have they been under 500, I wonder, (laughs) since 1996? (laughs) Probably been over 60 days. Uh, And and will it be worth it for this one slant, this one time, if you know what I mean? How do you justify that 20 years of uh, schlepping? Um, The Thunder have struggled after sort of going on a good run. They've kind of been on a a rocky road. Um, Rusty heard everybody talking about how it was Paul Paul George's team and was like, hey. Nobody asked me. He's been in the news a bit last few weeks. Obviously, the what went on in Utah uh, was very unsavory for sort of everyone involved. And have you ever had anything like that? Where sort of, like, do you uh, sort of I think, personal abuse on the well, crowd and stuff. Like when I played in the in the states in college. Um, obviously, I have uh, the last name Tuck. Uh, T U C K rhymes with yeah, rhymes with another fun fun word. So. I remember we played at Duquesne one time and I had like a row of like 20 like frat boys just, you know, going fuck, tuck, fuck, tuck behind me for pretty much like half the game. So that was fun. Like every time I subbed yeah. off. Um, and I think I told you guys about this last time I was on when I was talking about uh, when I first started out my pro career in Cyprus and like the fans there are just ruthless like just yeah. barbaric man say, like, like they were throwing person, throwing yeah. coins on the court they were throwing lit cigarettes on the court I they were, like, yeah, yeah, if yeah. we had to have um uh like eaves Mission. over the top yeah, of yeah. our um uh benches and yeah, if you yeah. were if you were on the end of the bench and they could get to you they'd be spitting on you oh yeah the americans have no idea what it's like in yeah. Yeah. so but in terms of that 
in terms of like what he's going through and all that like if if it's racial slurs like that yeah, i just i think there should be like a a no tolerance rule for policy for that yeah, like you straight know up. straight out straight out get get, get out of here like racism I mean, homophobia like with what the stewards doing exactly it's it's sports and like people are going to get heckled but like there's a there's a fine line that you can cross but it's also you got to think of it like for as the athlete like you're going to work and like you know what if some guys come comes by your office door and just starts like calling you a shithead for like you know half your day at work you know what i mean (laughs) that's what your boss does every day it's not the guy who ran on the pitch in the did you see that in the villa um Birmingham game the other week. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, if it's a dude with a knife, you know, where does you know where's it end? You know, it's yeah. On the same hand, on the same hand, I heard Phil Neville going. Somebody's going to get stabbed. Well, loads of people have been stabbed going yeah. to watch Phil yeah. Neville play football. He didn't give a shit then. So. Well, it's you know, yeah. flashed across the arse and crossing the Tiberus. And <laughs> I think today in today's society too, like all the like Snapchat. Instagram and all that. Everyone's like out for that shock factor. What's going to get me lots of likes? What what video is going to get lots of hits? Exactly. So people are like, people are out to do this stuff now. So I think a a zero, a zero tolerance policy or something to that effect where, you know, you, you, if you cross a line, you're, you're out of there. It'll, it'll set the tone. And I think this has been going on for years. It's only because everybody's got a portable video camera. Exactly. Everyone, you know, you exactly. Know. I can imagine but Boston in the 1980s or something. You know? What Russell Westbrook always does seem to be getting into yeah, it. Yeah, he the can't fans, help himself, though. can he? Yeah. That's the thing, though. I, just I don't think, think he does himself any favors. No, no, no. We, we said, kind of said this on the last pod. It's like, yeah, just get the security guy involved. Did he hit the phone out of some guy's hand one time? I saw yeah, a video yeah, that on was that. Last year at Utah, but um, they they played the Warriors. I think Saturday night, and he's like, he can't help himself. Like he no. had a few sort of dicey calls with the ref. Next minute, he'd run up, sort of literally barging into Clay Thompson and getting a technical and stuff. And he got suspended because he's had too many techniques. This is why I can't see them as a legit title contender because I don't know. There's something about the guy. You can't hold it together. No. Especially when you're like in the shit. Situations. You yeah. can't hold it together. I mean, like Joe Ingles and the sort of Jazz were winding him up last year in the playoffs and he's just he's, he's too quick to buy. And yeah. Look at guys like Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. they got a temperament hmm. where it's like all right, we're not going to rise to this. You know, you, the best yeah. thing you can do to somebody like that is the wink and a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wakes or somebody up more like... <laughs> pretend they're not even there and yeah. eventually they just shut the hell up. And it's just this thing where, he, I don't know, it's, it's great and I yeah, understand everyone loves the fact that he has a triple-double, you know, average over the season and stuff, but do you really want your point guard getting 11 rebounds a game? Is that what he's there for? No, what does that mean? That suggests like, there's something wrong. I don't know. To he's be not, honest. It doesn't seem like that's the way to sort of consistently win no. the playoffs and stuff. I mean, you of... saw when he kind of he kind of pulled back a little bit this season, and like Paul George was like playing a more of a prominent role and, and taking the reins. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Paul George is in, in like the MVP conversation. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, the last couple of weeks they've kind of because like... Paul George has always been a streaky player. If you watch every season, he kind of he'll have these hot months where he, yeah. he shoots like fifty percent from three. But yeah. next minute, he'll drop off for eight games, and it's just because he's not a. Because they average no, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Even this season, out. like he didn't start the season yeah. that great. He was struggling at the beginning of the well, season. That's the other thing, and then he got hot. Yeah, I mean, you saw in that game against the Warriors, they just don't have enough shooting throughout the team. No. It's just and that they they've got a ceiling on how far they can go. You know, yeah. Houston, you know, Eric Gordon can get hot. You know, Gerald Green can come in and hit six threes. Like they they just haven't got that shooting and I think that's ultimately going to be their downfall so definitely depending on yeah what shooting, the and, depth. And, stuff. Hey, shooting yeah. and depth shooting and depth don't sleep on Roberson 
Uh, he's, he's not coming back this season. Is it not again? I don't recall. <coughs> That's why then, MVP Robertson. <laughs> MVP. <laughs> hey, look, that must be why. That was, that was the problem last season. Yeah, the matchups are so important. So it's going to be interesting how this sort of seeding shakes out. And we saw with Portland and um, New Orleans last year, that was just a bad matchup with sort of Jewel Holiday and sort of the Portland guards. And they just did for them, didn't it, in the end? Yeah. 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 But, well, truth be told, it's quite easy to, it's quite easy to, to, to snuff CJ. Well, he snuffed himself out. He's uh, he's injured now, isn't he? No, I don't think you're, you're not winning the playoff series without CJ. I don't think. Uh, you'll see uh, Evan Turner clanging through. He's, uh, huh? You'll see Evan Turner. Clanging. Rodney Hood now, isn't Who? it? It's Rodney Hood now. Um, the Nurkic, other in- cancer. Boom. The other injury, which was sort of possibly underrated, because uh, did you see Malcolm Brogdon uh, is down? That's how he's down. Yeah, and he's Milwaukee. a key player for yeah, Milwaukee. Yeah, he's kind of so. Yeah. I'm doing the game. I'm doing the Cavs uh, Milwaukee game uh, this Sunday. Oh, I don't know who's going to win that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Oh. I was looking at. Yeah, I was looking at like this. It was like 98 percent for the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, but he's um, one silver lining to his injuries. The newest member of the uh, 50-40-90 club. You know, the 50 percent from the field, 40 percent from three, 90 percent from the free, free throw. throw? Yeah. Wow, eight players ever to do it. That's pretty cool, man. Uh, we went. We rattled the list off on Saturday. I think. Yeah, yeah. Last pod, but, um, yeah, that's locked in now because he's not going to be back this season. So yeah. uh, rare territory. Uh, yeah, for, very rare. Sort of a guy. I know he's rookie of the year, but he's not so, kind of seen as a sort of star player. But he's just steady, isn't he? And yeah, they're going to miss him. I think one hundred percent. Plays that role amazingly. Yeah, yeah. on uh, a team like that too, consistency is key, man. He's yeah. probably been their most consistent guy. Yeah, I think they picked up Tim Frazier today. Uh, Ex Blazers guard, didn't they? Just to sort of yeah. tie them out. Really going to fill that and, hole. No, but. Yeah, the books. Anomalies. Hopefully, he'll be back in the play. I mean, you know, if he might be back sort of second round or something, you'd like to see him back. Bit of shame. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Andre Drummond had his statistical anomaly. He did. Yeah, he yeah. liked that, don't you? Yeah, I do. He's underrated. Thousand watch, rebounds. Cannot watch Thousand the points. Hundred blocks. Hundred steals for four years in a row. Wow. That's... And like Kareem had like three years doing that. That is nice. You know what I mean? Like it, it's like that's the. Since it's the highest since that they've been recording blocks and steals. Yeah, I like him, man. He's solid. Just goes very quietly. Goes about his business. I think the Pistons are always very quiet. You know, I can't you never, watch you never them. hear much make about him. Literally, make my eyes bleed. <laughs> what? Don't you don't like Blake? Come I on. Don't. No, I can't. Uh, He's got the ugliest game. I cannot watch him back his ass into the post. He's definitely not as uh, explosive as he used to be. Man. So his game is like a lot different now. Yeah, but he's, he's still he's putting up like twenty five a night. Still, he's still killing it. Yeah, that first round playoff fodder. I, I can't, you would I think. Can't, I can't you would I, think. You never know. I don't know. You would think. This see. is an awkward, weird style of basketball, though. With two big, big yeah. dudes. You just got, just if, like I can't watch Miami either. Their season's been bizarre. I just I can't get a handle on what's going on there. Man. If it if it started today, Philly would see Detroit first round. Yeah. That and that's Matt. Jo- that's natural problems for that's Joel. NBA TV territory. <laughs> I tell yeah. you what, though, I've watched I watched Miami for like almost full games of Miami three or four times this season, and uh, for a while, like you're, like you're tricked into thinking it's genius. It's positionless basketball. Or maybe nobody knows where the fuck they're supposed to be standing. Like I can't, well, they, they can't I, I can't tell what's happening here. They're starting five changes so much. I've yeah, just I, I don't know who who. Dragic is back now, so coming off the bench and sort of, he's, he's kind of stepped up the last few games. Justice Winslow's it's just taken a, it's, his. They've got his, his, yeah. so many bad contracts. It's just yeah, been a bit of a write-off season. Um, what about Brooklyn? What do you think about? Yeah, 
Who, would right. you fancy seeing them in the first round? I mean, they're well coached. I wouldn't want to right now. DeAndre right Russell, now. did he get 42 last night? Yeah. Against, they had a big comeback win against Sacramento. And, yeah, um, and he had like 25 in the fourth yeah. or something like that. They're, Some a, they're a handful. They, um, yeah. Everybody knows their role. They kind of, they've got a lot of players who can create their own shot. Yeah. They play Young, that hungry. Of, yeah, they sort of play that weird sort of zone defense as well. They start the game in like zone. It's weird. It's like yeah. watching sort of a college team. But they, it is. They know exactly what they're it's doing. It's funny how when all these young guys leave the Lakers, they just get so much better. <laughs> yeah, look at Julius Randle at New Orleans. Look at um, that's it. D'Angelo like Russell, it's just Lance and um, it's almost like they don't know what what's his name at the Cavs last year. They like started playing better. Everyone like got better when they left Very the nice Lakers. Junior. Yeah, it yeah. seems to be a pattern forming. <laughs> uh, uh, are they maybe not the best? I mean, the, the other odd thing is though is if you zoom out, if you zoom out, if you didn't know anything about basketball, essentially, if you were just a casual who watched on to ESPN, you'd actually believe it's 1986 though, because the biggest narrative is either either conference has been the Lakers and the fucking Celtics. Well, it's because it's the, the, like, they've like, got like, huge were, fan bases. They're they, so in invested in ESPN. In, in love all that stuff, don't they? Though, like, yeah. Kind of, I'm sick of hearing about LeBron though. Like he's yeah. done, he's out of the playoffs. Why are we talking about him? Because it's clickbait, isn't it? Yeah. It's just yeah. Just going back to Brooklyn again. It's that Sean Marks, ex sort of Spurs front office guy, um, yeah. brought up the, the right coaching for the right sort of team they were trying to build. They wanted young guys or unproven guys or guys that other teams had given up on. So they brought a guy, the coaching whose main thing was player development and it's big benefits. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. just, you know, they've not gone out and spent money on overpaid on guys, you know, Damari Cowell and stuff. Alan Crabb, you can say they're bad contracts, but they've, they've still played a role and stuff. And that, if you look, if you were a free agent looking at going to the Brooklyn or New York, you'd look at Brooklyn every Definitely time. Definitely, right now, it's like the Clippers and Lakers. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's just, the, the smarter team, teams are. The players aren't stupid. They know who the smart teams are as well, don't they? You know what yeah. I mean? They know the situation. I'm, where... I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> For all of, in all cases, maybe not in all cases. They'll, they'll probably go where the money is. I guess exactly. <laughs> I, 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 I think I think a sizable chunk of the ones who are stupid, at least, are smart enough to have yeah, good representatives. When it comes to like, right, the Knicks can pay me this amount of money, or the Brooklyn Nets can pay me the same amount of money. Where, where are you going to go? It depends who I am. I guess. Phil and Stevens. Well, who else are you going to play yeah. with and what my aims, to be honest? But they, what I'm trying to say is they look like a team on the up, whereas yeah. the Knicks or like a team are just not going anywhere. I don't know. Until they tank and get Zion. Okay. <laughs> they will as well. Fro- frozen tanked. envelopes. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, come on to... Frozen envelopes. Um, just other teams we've not mentioned who are sort of looking to be contenders. Houston, how do you feel about sort of what they're seeing think, is. Everything would have to sort of break right, I think. Yeah, I think the after they got over that whole mellow uh, dream yeah, uh, and very quickly, didn't they? they brought in like Kenneth Fareed, guys that like can play without the ball and just yeah. rebounders and stuff like that. Like him and Capella up front, I really like that. I think out of the West, I think they're the only team that could take down the Warriors. I totally agree with that. Yeah, yeah I think, yeah, uh, I think the and they're, they're fun to watch, man. Like they're exciting and when Harden gets going, it's like can't stop them like um so and like you said yeah like uh gordon's there and then obviously chris paul is just like you know one of the great greatest point guards ever so it's uh they're a fun team to watch yeah i think everything would have to break right for them i think they might come a cropper for this new owner just being a cheap bastard like not paying trevor reza and bringing people out that back where yeah 
you've got a really small window here and they refuse to sort of pay the luxury tax to sort of bring the sort of same team back. And yeah. I think that could be the thing that sort of... I think they're definitely they missing Ariza because he yeah. gave them so much in terms of, you know, he's just like knockdown shooter from the Don't corner. mention it. He's and he's a de- he's a defensive <laughs> threat. Why? What's wrong with Ariza? He's gonna, every time I mention Trevor Ariza, you have to remember that. Remember the the game six where he shot them out of it. Oh. <laughs> his brain work. <laughs> I didn't mean yeah. to. You just said it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, you go, there you go. Don't say it. Don't say it. I'll say it. <laughs> what was it? Zero for twenty-seven in the. Something like that, yeah. and he was like 0 and 12 yeah. or something. Well, but he just yeah. kept on shooting, <laughs> just kept on shooting. Hey man, if you're open, you gotta let it fly. <laughs> PJ Tucker's letting him fly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Houston, yeah. I, if they get the Warriors again, it's gonna be exciting. I mean, think, but like, whatever, Chris, like, uh, conference finals, Chris Paul goes down on the fifth game, oh, then they lose the last two games. That was exciting. Chris Paul was on. He was doing great for them. That he was, was excruciating to watch him on the he, sidelines in that game because he was so, he was on um, JJ Reddick's podcast. I don't know if you listen to that. It's, no. it's quite a good listen. He was on there with him the other week and um, he was just saying how fucking just excruciating it was to watch his team and not be able to play, you know, in that yeah. sort of final game and stuff. Oh, I and bet. That's the worst. And that's like, probably, that's, that's, the is that the, that's the closest he's been probably yeah, to the finals yeah. too. Um, like they, they made a run with the Clippers one year, but. Nothing. That's yeah, probably they, the farthest they he's been. Lost to well, it was the Josh Smith. Um, Josh Smith, Josh final, game. final yeah, flame, yeah. Yeah. second yeah. win. And didn't he? Yeah. Didn't Chris Paul get injured in that series as well? Uh, or he's got a history. I think. I think he's got a history of getting hurt you, in the finals. You can yeah. throw a dart uh, in the playoffs. Chris Paul's playoff series, and he's, he's pretty much he's going to land on one where he got injured. Yeah, as a Warriors fan, I hate him as a player, but he seems like a, a decent. So whenever you hear him, he, no, just, he loves. He's that guy on the other team. He's the villain. Yeah, you don't yeah, like. Yeah, he's yeah, the guy yeah. you love to hate. But I, I bet he's a great teammate. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, he's yeah. A, you know really unselfish player. Any more for any more? Did you oh, see yeah. uh, airplane modes? Dunk Derek just, like, Jones throwing Jr. where Miami. he was yeah. just oh, throwing was just, down. That was ridiculous. Ball hop is nuts for at the rims. We've, we've yeah. talked about it for years. <laughs> it was like NBA Jam oh, video oh, game oh, quality. Oh, yeah. Ball was on like fire. Yeah. Yeah, he can get up. Man, he can. That was crazy. Covered in a, covered in a tubey grip like Chris Paul as well. That one long bandage. Um, right, we'll be right back. Sharks, 12 and 12. Uh, you've had a lot of road games, haven't you? Yeah. Um, uh, and you've missed some games, obviously, with the injury. Um, yeah. Can we expect you back soon? Or? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's good. To um, yeah, uh, I broke my hands uh, against Plymouth on February 28th, so about six, seven weeks ago. So uh, I had to have surgery. I had two screws put in. It was my ring finger in my hands. Uh, I had a spiral fracture. So that wasn't fun. Um, and then since I've been out one, we've been 
uh, on a crazy road trip uh, due to scheduling reasons with the with our home venue EIS. We've been away for eight weeks, yeah, so like we that, our last home game was on I think the first of Feb, and then we don't have another one till the end of the month on the 29th yeah. of March. So that's like yeah, seven eight weeks. I guess this is kind of what's led to sort of venue change for next year yeah that's that's a big part of it is like this is two seasons in a row now where we've had i think maybe even three seasons where we've had these huge gaps can't help yeah and it's i mean yeah eis is a great venue and and it's a sought after venue and they we you know we're always they're always trying to squeeze us in where they can yeah Yeah. but i mean ponds forge is obviously a busy venue as well but i think they'll be they're going to be more accommodating which will be nice uh and i'm looking forward to it you know it's it's in the heart of the city yeah we're gonna play a mix of friday yeah yeah, friday yeah exactly like all the transportation links are right there you got the bus and the trams students will be there you know businesses or people who work in the city can pop down on a friday and then on sundays we're going to play a lot more games on yeah, Sundays yeah. as well. So Sundays you can bring your kids still, down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're hoping to like really, it'll hope spark, you know, bring, bring back some old fans that, you know, haven't been there for a year and yeah, bring I some used, new hey, fans. I used to go there there. when it was the Sabres back in the day. No, like, no so disrespect okay. to, en- to any of the patrons of La Chambre. It's <laughs> a bit of a show. <laughs> Atacliff's a bit of a shithole. Hey, I'll say it. They're making efforts to turn <laughs> a corner. It's stuck out there as well, though. There's no link to get there. Unless it is. You get no, the tram, I'm happy to screwed. be back. And, and it's, and it's a lot further than you think past, yeah. like, breakers yards. Exactly. Dodgy garages and stuff. Out yeah, there. The, the golden mile of Atacliff, <laughs> yeah. as they say. Um, the yeah, no. shop. I'm I'm happy to be back in the in the heart of the city. You know, you're right off the parkway and all the transportation links and yeah, and the good. different times for games. So that's going to be great. So that was a part of the reason for the big move. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the Sharks this year, yeah, like me being out, our crazy ridiculous away schedule, and then we've brought in two new guys. We made changes right before the, tr- the yeah, trade so deadline. Was it Drago, the yeah, Drago Abicina, who Bacina, is yeah. a Slovenian. Uh, Croatian uh, forward, so he's like a he's like a four or five. He's a big guy. He can post up. He's pretty strong on the block, and then he can shoot it a little bit from outside. So he's a typical Eastern European kind of player. Like he can it. do it a little bit a bit. Good. He's a good passer, yeah, yeah. good shooter. And then we brought back uh, Mackie McKnight from yeah, last season. So, so yeah. exciting uh, guard who can really. Uh, keep the tempo up and and run an offense so and you know he was a guy that was just familiar with everything yeah. and you know a guy that we were all like going to be comfortable yeah, with yeah. bringing back so like andrew bokert back in the warriors oh man how crazy is that we didn't even it's talk great. about that. i was watching it last night it was like 2015 all over again did you see the uh nine seconds into his first game he got caught for an illegal screen it was amazing Dude. like it was the refs did it on purpose yeah, like, yeah. We'll legs that don't work that's why <laughs> no, he's all right now he's pretty spelled he's yeah no right. he's, he's been playing good. for sydney king's yeah, yeah. now he's uh, good to have him back. He's right. like he's like Jackie Moon down there. He's like part owner of the yeah, Sydney yeah. Kings <laughs> player. Yeah, he's invested his money. <laughs> Andrew Bogut making yeah. it, making hit singles. Marcus went down injured. So yeah, it's just a bit of insurance. Anyway, getting yeah. on topic slightly. So, but yeah, so with the Sharks, yeah, we're we're back in action this weekend. We have an away trip in London. Um, Two games, I mean, yeah. So we play yeah Friday in. East London versus Lions, and then South London on Saturday versus the Royals. Yeah, they won the uh, trophy, didn't they? They did, and yeah. then they played last. The two teams played last night. Okay. Um, Lions had their big man back because uh, he was out for the trophy final, and they beat them. No way. So uh, it was a bit of a payback game for the Lions. So very interesting turn of events there. Um, so yeah, we'll be going down and playing them back to back, which 
is always fun back to back down <laughs> in the capital the two of the hottest teams in the league but um we're looking forward to it because we're we got a new look team now we got the two new guys you know we're i think we're starting to turn a corner yeah so, was it like nine games left before the playoffs something yeah, like that? yeah yeah so nine. it's all about peaking at the right time as we know. that's it yeah, yeah. you just got to build some momentum at the right time and and right now in in the bbl the third to like the ninth spot everybody's within two or three yeah, wins pretty, of each other so it's close. like oh man it's ridiculously close so the it's similar to last season where it was so close. So that playoff shuffle is going to be like crazy down the stretch. Have you played at the new Newcastle Arena yet? Then? No. Um, I think I can't remember what date we do. I know we play them one more time, but it's at home on the 25th, I believe. But I would love to get up there because it looks amazing, man. And like, that's like their arena is great. And like, I think, yeah, it looks, I've seen some pictures. Yeah. It's really good. They've got the, they've got the three courts set up, but then for the, for the home games, they, they put the court across all three in the middle. I know you're up there. April 12th. Yeah. The 12th. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think they're our last game of the season at home on the 25th. Yeah. Um, so they've got, it's similar to where they used to play at the, at sports central where they've got huge stands behind the baskets and then just not, small but smaller ones on the side so it's a different setup for basketball but it's not a great one for basketball to be fair. yeah but i think it's something that newcastle they've just like that maybe they're used to because they're playing in sports central all those years that's so. when we went to the copper box to watch you like the seats we got were way behind one of the baskets it was yeah it, it was like almost like a full court's length behind the hoop and yeah. not having this just walked around yeah like just half what, court. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can sneak but, in there but, yeah. <laughs> but like what of yeah yeah you want to be on you want to be on the side right at half court a little bit up so you get a good view i'm looking forward to playing up there because uh i think they've had four games up there and three of them have been sellouts cool. so it's gonna yeah. be like a really intense atmosphere and what's the uh, capacity can like a pond's forge then when you get there pond's forge is actually because i think they're i believe they're going to put seating behind behind the baskets there as well and obviously not as huge as as there but um i think it's gonna be bigger so i think oh, okay. it'll be around 1400 yeah it'll be good i mean that, that's where they used to play when they first yeah, started I used to go to yes. games before they yeah. were called the sharks was it sabers yeah. they were called or? i remember it was the sharks. forgers forgers it was that's the forgers right. with garnet gale and stuff forgers yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um yeah and then when forgers, they yeah. entered the bbl and came the sharks they split their time between there and the arena so that's right I, swear, I, swear, I a think pikey, a little pikey kid in a Lego, Lego, like the Sharks Lego jersey. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a throwback. <laughs> it was like the 97 or 98 off. I've got an old training kit somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. Cool. So, yeah, we got, um, I think, Boston Philly tonight in the NBA, Toronto, Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma have got Toronto back-to-back home and away, so that should be quite interesting. Yeah, you're on the. Uh, you're on the TV Sundays at Milwaukee, Cleveland. I am. Sky um, Sports Sunday, uh, Milwaukee, Cleveland. So uh, hopefully Cleveland can make it a game. We'll see. Yeah, you never know. Colin Sexton's been putting some numbers up. Um, he has. He's the only player since LeBron to have like, what is it, I think eight 20-plus point games in a yeah. row or something as a rookie. Yeah. So. Told you he was going to come good. Yeah. I'm still not the, uh, well, the rat. Williams. Sexton, maybe. the rat tail. Yeah, has <laughs> yeah, he still got that? Can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, I can't say I watch Cleveland games. Il Divino yeah. Cordino. Little Baggio, innit? <laughs> Little nod to Roberto Baggio. You've always got to respect that. You've always got to respect that. So, yeah, I think it's about 8.15 on uh, Sunday on Sky. Yeah, so, yeah, look be. out for Mike. And um, 
people can find you on the Twitter. Is it Mike Tuck fifteen? That's right. Or Capitals, and um, yeah, and get if you're in London this weekend, get down to see the Sharks. That's right. Copper Box on Friday, seven thirty, and Crystal Palace on Saturday, seven thirty. Cool. So yeah, check us out in all the usual places, and uh, hopefully we'll um, yeah we'll get you on. So. Sending a couple of times a month, hopefully, as we run into the playoffs, yeah, I'd love Mike. To be and, on, uh, man. Love to, love yeah, to well, um, hopefully, the playoffs will uh, ramp the excitement level up, and we'll have a yeah. bit more to talk about. Yeah. Cool. Uh, gentlemen, thank you. We'll be back soon. Peace out.